You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. It's cash to ticket championship week, people. College football, Jim Costa, Mike Valeni. Very excited to be here. We are off the the uh, what with the tryptophan coma we were put in with the turkey, and we are ready to roll. Jimmy, what's going on, buddy? Where did the time go? I know. This this is it. it I mean, me we're sad. gonna keep putting out like bowls and ornaments and Army Navy next week, but Mike, this this is it. This is the last full Saturday of college football. I, I still view bowl season as Hey, we still have games. But you don't you know. have this. This is special. No, I know. This, this is I know. emotional championships. You win, it's euphoric, you lose, and it's agony. This is this is what the whole season comes down to. I think to. the crazier part, too, is like you say, where did the time go? And I, I was talking to my wife about it. It's like, all, like literally 14 weeks into the New York project, uh, to doing this pod, all of it. And you're like, okay, time does fly when you're busy, but it also flies when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm still having fun. Now, yeah, that's the thing. There, I mean, there are some years where, like with the Lions in the NFL, I feel like uh, the season drags. I feel like this has flown by. Like, give me, give me another eight to ten weeks of this. Well, and hey, NFL's going to give it to you. Yeah. So I, I guess with that in mind, let, let me do a couple of, of kind of game planning things for the people. Yeah. Um, the college plan moving forward. Yes. Uh, we'll have an Army-Navy capsule and some early bowl look-ahead lines. Yeah. Our plan is going to be moving forward is not shortchanging you on the content. What we're going to try to do is, okay, early in the week, we're going to do NFL look-aheads. We're going to get our feel for the game. We'll take you through how we're capping it, give you a little more granular. And then we'll come back with a part two of the NFL, probably a Friday ep. And that'll be Locking where we make in. our actual picks. We've got the injury reports, more participation. So we'll go Monday recap. Early NFL, and then late NFL and picks. That's the three base eps. Well, and then don't leave out, once we get into middle, late December, bowl games. Yeah, and then the other issue that you, me, and Evan have to settle over dinner is, okay, how are we approaching college basketball? Yeah. How are we approaching NBA, hockey? Christmas Day, all that stuff. Um, guys, basically, here's the deal. I mean, I, what do I care? The company underestimated us. I think they thought we'd go out and just be like a zillion other pods to get about five downloads, and it didn't happen. Um, We've been very successful with this. It's only the beginning of where I want to take this, where Jimmy wants to take it. Um, But there is in motion a lot of sponsorship stuff that will carry this through not only football season, but then take us through spring. So we have to 
begin some game plans. Get, get on the whiteboard. But part of it, some X's and O's. But Jim, part of it, and this is where I would lean on, you know, I know Evan runs the, the social, yeah. and you're, you're very I, social I am media. on social media. You are. I am one of the two hosts on the show on social media. Yeah, and if you have ideas, if you guys want certain things, I would encourage you to reach out. So whether it's at Valeni Podcast, which God help me, can we please change the name of the account? I don't run it. I don't need my name on it. That's not why I do this shit. Um, yours is what? At Young Jim- Radio Superstar 69. What is it? I was actually taken. Oh, my bad. Uh, Jim Costa underscore. Okay. So reach out. And again, the best way to help us other than downloading these episodes is to go to the Apple podcast, give a five-star review, and then leave a review. I Don't ask me why. I've been told it's algorithmic, and it matters. It all helps. So that's the way you can help us. But yes, content. We're going to really brainstorm on the most effective ways to do this for you guys. So with that done, um, we are also going to be doing a special episode. It'll be a little longer form. Uh, it is going to be uh, Mary Podmas. It is going to be the Christmas party, uh, the tree of shame. We go through every ornament. Uh, what we are going to do is, I think, have a best of mm-hmm. six or seven minute highlight reel within the pod of our best moments. So you're going to get that. You're going to get drinking. You're going to get the the presentation of the gifts. You're going to get the airing of the grievances. It's all going to be there. So it'll be like attending a Christmas party that. Well, you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to bring anything, and it's just content. So we're going to do that, too. Well, and that's the biggest thing is if you're listening to this, this is not the end. No. No, 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 no. 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 College football is something near and dear to both of our hearts, and it's not going away. Yeah, unless Mel Tucker continues to kill it. Uh, but that- Spe- Speaking of college football, you want a few playoff thoughts before we go into the games this week? Yeah. I, why don't you take the lead? I love the work you put down on this with the future lines, and I know that, that, that I am upset they're setting something up. But I'll let you take lead here. So I do want just your thoughts on putting Ohio State five and Bama six and who has to win and who doesn't have to yep. win. and what. But just, just a primer for people. This is from the Action Network, Colin Wilson. Here are some look-ahead lines as he projects it. Georgia-Michigan right now would be Bulldogs by four and a half, which caught me off guard. I feel like well, I figured seven and a half, eight and a half. Well, and then that leads me to the advice I would give people. I think Michigan's your best bet to win the national title plus 300 yeah what i mean is i'm not laying minus 170 with georgia um i don't think tcu or usc have any chance in this lifetime or the next of winning the natty and michigan at plus 300 right now presents jim's word value but then my word reality i think it's the perfect marriage of the two if you want michigan get them now because if they make it and that line is four and a half you're getting like plus 135. You're not getting plus 300. You're not getting what? Value. Thank you. All right. George, um, Georgia TCU would be a 10-point spread. Yep. Georgia USC, yep. 13 and a half, which again caught me off guard. I would think the Trojans give them a bigger game. I'll tell you why. Caleb is magical. We know this. Yeah. But when you talk about Georgia's front versus the USC offensive line, that right there screams six sacks, 15 QB hits, and he may not finish the game. Well, and do you feel like Georgia corners can bracket an Addison better than they can your guy? And you know what else they have? Um, I forget the kid's name. I I always want to call him Kimbo Slice, but he's not a street fighter, and he's also not dead. The running back for TCU? No, the the slot corner. Oh, okay. Uh, Kembro or whatever his name is. (laughs) He's fabulous. He's fabulous. So they have pieces where, hey, 
Whoever USC puts in the slot, I'm going to go man up. You thinking Ringo? Kembo, Ringo, sure, whatever, whatever. Whatever. Potato, potato. The point is, really good slot corner. Yeah. It allows Georgia to keep somebody else in. And you saw this against Hendon Hooker. You saw what they were able to do. Not only dialing up pressure, but the ability to keep him within the fence, so to speak. So I, I actually, USC to me, when I look at this, I look at USC and TCU as two, this is the issue I have with the four-team playoff. We're putting in teams that have no chance to win it. And I, I, you and I were talking pre-show. Mm-hmm. It's every reason why. We need at least an eight-team. Eight would be perfect. Eight would I be think perfect. unfortunately, it, I, I, listen, I prefer 12 over four. I think unfortunately, though, it's going to be 12 and maybe yeah. even 16 before But the bottom line is, I, and I'm, I'm fine. I know we're about to engage in an argument before I, I give a s- summary here of championship weekend and what it means. I'm tired of the arguing. Not tired of you. I'm tired of talking to people like you. Like, I don't want to argue about Ohio State. We shouldn't have to. If there's an eight-team playoff or they wanted the eight best, yes, go play the fucking game. Right. Settle Let's it on see, the field. what we got to do now is do these stupid fucking arguments where it's semantics. It's like, well, they can't beat this team. Yeah, well, it's about the resume. I go, but what, what, what about football? I know Ohio State is soft as shit. I'm talking about your dog sloppy shit where you can't even pick it up with the ditty bag. That's Ohio State. I know it. I know it. I just saw it. So why the fuck do I care about resume? I care that they're soft and they're bullshit. Carry on. Georgia would be a five-point favorite against Ohio State. That's the last Georgia look ahead. I'd be all over Georgia. Yeah, well, here's All the, oh, in that Georgia matchup, absolutely. Game. Here's what they think about Michigan against the other foes. Michigan minus five and a half against TCU. That I, shocked me. There's the one. That shocked me. How is Michigan not a double-digit favorite against TCU who plays a 3-3-5, who oh, yeah. does not have a defense? I'd say north of a touchdown at least. I was stunned, and you know what five and a half is. Yeah. The devil's number. Michigan would be a nine-point favorite against USC, and they'd be, you ready for this? Again, Action Network, Colin Wilson, a pick against okay. Ohio State. Two reasons why. And maybe part of it leads me into the emotions of the weekend, but you got to play a team for a second time in a month. Harder to do. You emptied the bag. I, look, look, I'm not if telling If I'm Michigan, you. I'll play them three more times. Get Blake Corum healthy in a month and beat their ass again. Yeah, I, mean, and, I don't, and, I don't understand look, that. Listen, it is a seven-and-a-half-point swing. We have to remember. Well, it's actually a 15-point swing if we really look at it. They went from seven and a half point dogs to pick them. I mean, Jim, that's a massive move. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. There's no way I could take Ohio State. I'm just telling you why the line looks that way. So, what do you think about this weekend then? Because it feels like Georgia can lose and they're in. It feels like Michigan can lose and they're in. Full stop. What about TCU? No, they lose. They're out. But hold on, they'd have 12 wins. Their only loss would be against the team they beat. 12 wins is more yep. than both Ohio State and Alabama who are looming in the uh, bullpen. Okay. Here's what I want to do. I want to make sure we remain friends during this. And we're, I'm not going to do straw man. Okay. You're arguing things that I'm not arguing. I agree with every syllable that has left your face. Okay. Okay. What I'm saying is we know these are scumbags <laughs> who do this. We know that they don't value what you're talking about. So they have about. to win. They've already fucked TCU once. They'll prove they'll do it again. They don't care about them. They're no. not a brand. And my message to TCU would be just win. Don't, don't put yourself at the mercy That's of right. these people who yeah. make these assumptions. Hey, win by a field goal. I'll still put you in. But yeah. if you lose, 
if you lose. I still would, but don't put yourself in that yeah. position. Don't put yourself at the mercy. This is what I hate. You want to zoom here's out? What, here's what I hate is that we are letting people in a boardroom yeah. tell us the results do or don't matter based on their feelings. Based on television And sets. I hate that. I know. It, Mike, it's why, I'll give you an example from the, 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 the unveil last night. By the time people hear this, it's Thursday, two nights ago. Tennessee is the number seven team. I think it's Behind Alabama, who they beat. Tennessee right. has two top 15 wins. Bama has zero. Yeah, but their quarterback's dead. Right, but what do you do about that? Yeah, but it's the you same. You in a boardroom get to decide yes. how their backup is going to play in a game that hasn't happened yet? That's awful precedent. It's the same awful. thing. No, but it's not precedent because basketball's been doing it for years. No, I know, but this committee in football is going to start doing it. I'll give yes. you an example. USC, let's say they win this week. We all agree, win, you're in. Yeah. Oh, Caleb Torres, ACL, out. Committee gets to arbitrarily decide the results on the field don't matter. No, it's different. How is it different? Because USC, first of all, I mean, you're yelling, you're emotional. Um, USC's already in. So taking a team out based on injury is different than putting a team in based on injury. But if you think there's a case for Bama, there should be a case for Tennessee then. Who beat Bama. The results on the field matters. Well, they also were at home. They also did it on the last play. They also did it with Bryce Young. Nicked up. Yeah, but I'm so sick of the Bama close losses being an argument. They're still losses. Results are supposed to matter. What I'm telling you is I'm putting them in over Ohio State. I'm putting them in over Tennessee because Ohio State is soft as shit. Like when your dog has mud butt. You've made the analogy. Tennessee, Hendon Hooker's dead. Okay. And it's over. Bama shouldn't be in this conversation with two losses. Two losses has always been left out as opposed to a one loss team. Agreed. And to get in, let me be clear. I think you're going to need, based on what the committee did, not what I would do, you're going to need both USC and TCU to lose. If they both lose, it's Ohio State and Bama. And that's why I told you, prepare. I would put TCU over Bama in that world. Bama doesn't have a top 15 win. I want to say this to you again. You don't run the playoff. Yet. You're talking about what's right, and I agree with you. Let me tell you what's real. There should be no world where Bama jumps any right. of the teams There ahead should of them also regardless. be no world where little kids starve. But that's reality. Okay? okay? I'm just making a point. There's right and real. But hold so, on. You, you would put Bama in over Ohio State. We fought about this on the Monday recap. People need to check that out. You still feel, and I told you this was coming, Ohio State would be ranked ahead of them. Yeah. You feel like they did it wrong. Yeah, I do. Okay. Look, and, and I'm going to do more of this on, on my show later today. It's what Michigan did was they administered a thorough audit of Ohio State football. And what has been shown is uh, fraud, cowardice, mud butt, and a head coach who clearly dyes his beard, and no one respects it. And I think it devalues Michigan's win. It devalues what they did if you put OSU in. Again, I don't want OSU in. I feel like when you lose by 22 at home, it sends a message. But it's... Compared to Alabama, you want to talk about fraud, you want to talk about soft, this is not a great Saban team. No. They are. They would be getting in off the backs of previous years and previous yeah, teams. Because this do. Bama team, we've talked about it all year, Ohio State gets gets their face rubbed in it for last week. Alabama, it's been a theme all season. They haven't beaten anybody. How is Bama any good? Their notable win is against a backup QB. Come on. The yelling really has to so cease. I get fired up. Like, what has Bama done? You want to talk about Ohio okay. State? I'll tell you what, what has Bama done? Well, unlike Ohio State, they went on the road. They went to Austin, to Death Valley, and to Rocky Top. And they lost two of the three, and the I only one it. they won huh? was with Quinn Ewers And the Hurts. two, they will argue, are the last play of the game, total of four points. Play better. Okay, great. Our quarterback was injured. 
I'm just giving you what the I just, retort I is. I like to live in what has happened, not what I think should have happened or could have happened and would have happened and Bama would be I'm, I'm in on. Vegas a favorite based on FanDuel. I want to see what actually happens in the games okay. matter. And listen, um, I am unemotional about this, and you're unhinged, and that's okay. okay. I appreciate it. It's, 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 it's championship a, weekend. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you. I wanted to start with your memories of championship weekend. So as a Chippewa, they won three MAC titles before I went to school. That don't the Dan count. The Dan era. Since then, they've been back and lost. They've, they've, I don't get to share in the joy of championship weekend the way that you have. But you do. No, no. You, but you get to share in why it matters. See, this is where, and I guess it leads me into this portion of this. We all talk about we need more teams in the playoff. We need more teams in the playoff. Here's what I will tell you. We are going to lose one thing. We're going to lose the winner-take-all element of many of these games. Yes and no. If you go to 12, I want you to think about this. If you go to 12 teams, you do realize, like, we've basically made some of these games useless. I mean, Michigan can lose, still get in. We just said it. Uh, Georgia can lose. We just said it. We go over, at, like, for instance. No, but that's what it currently is. Without a 12-team playoff, it, Georgia doesn't have to win and Michigan doesn't have to win. It, but at a 12-team. In a 12-team, LSU can still win their way in. Purdue can win their way in. The ACC. Purdue cannot. Well, if, if you're no, guaranteed no, no. spots. Uh, let's see. Now Now you're getting into we're putting seven and five teams but, in. Let's back off. ACC, both teams are playing to get in this weekend in a 12-teamer. Utah. No. No, yeah, the I conference to- champion. I see. I totally disagree. Clemson is ass. We know they're ass. They in a twelve-team, the ACC champs getting in. See, I wouldn't put them in. So, but what I'm telling you is, these games would all matter, as opposed to we're already devaluing them. At least more teams would matter. Utah's playing to get in. LSU's playing to get in. Clemson's playing to get in. But see, what currently I like, that's not part of the sport. No, and I guess I just look back. Like I'll take you through both ends of the spectrum. So, like 2011, Big Ten championship game. And it's it's a heavyweight fight. It's Michigan State, Wisconsin when Russell Wilson was there. And MSU had beaten Wisconsin earlier in the year on Rocket, the Hail Mary. Everyone saw it. So you had to go back and play him again. And you knew going in it was going to be really, really tough. Really, really tough. Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of the reason this champion, like if you're a Michigan fan and you're going this weekend, I think some of you will identify with this. If you're a Purdue fan, I think you certainly do. Yeah. But like with with... For the people who don't know me, like, my, my backstory is I don't think it's atypical from a lot of people my age. So, like, my dad wasn't allowed to go to college. So, in the wise words of his idiot dad, we don't go to college, we go to work. So, my dad's life was, like, irreparably changed forever. And everything became harder in that moment. So, I'm the first person to go to college in my family. So, I don't put myself as better than anyone. I put myself as different. Because if you don't go to the school... You'll never know what I know. You'll never feel what I feel. You won't. And the reason it's important is with Michigan State, getting to the Rose Bowl was this mythical thing that was every bit as much about my dad as it was me. So I tell you that story because MSU, while I was coming up as a student and then post-college, it never was real. It never was remotely close. It was a faraway thing. I think if you're a Purdue fan, you look at that and you go, hey, this is interesting. If you're a TCU fan this weekend, that faraway thing that you feel like you got fucked out of, which you did a few years ago, Mm -hmm. it's right here. So I go to Lucas Oil. I go to the game. I've got a group of nine people. We go. And I'll never forget it. It is an absolute 
ice cold night. And when you go to the Big Ten title game, you can go to bars, you can pregame, but they're all packed. Every bar lines up. They've got their own school they rep. We go to the game, and I'll never forget it. Wisconsin jumps out. It's 21-7. And you go, oh, fuck, we're in deep Mm -hmm. shit. And then MSU puts on this rally, and they end up up 22-21 at the half where they complete a pass on the sidelines. It gets lateraled back, and they score a TD on it into a two-point conversion. And I remember, I remember calling my dad, and I'm like, just, dude, we're 30 minutes away. Like, it's happening. Like, we're, we're doing this. This is going to happen. Like, that rally was incredible. And it's the winner-take-all element, that yeah. if you won, you were going to the Rose Bowl, and if you lost, you were going to get fucked. You knew you were fucked. They weren't going to put Michigan State in one of the BCS. I shouldn't say BCS, but one of the games people cared yeah, about. Yeah. So, long story short, you can. I've still, to this day, I still have never watched the last couple minutes of that game. I won't. I won't. The fourth and seven, where Russell Wilson off the wrong foot with Marcus Rush in his face, throws crossbody late downfield, and then Isaiah Lewis off his wrong hip, tries to jump, can't knock it down, and some guy named Bobby Duckworth catches it. Fine. Then the roughing the punter, the whole thing. Okay. That is one of the lowest sports moments I've ever had. That absolutely broke me. I had it all set. I already had the hotel. I already had everything lined up, and all I wanted to do was take my dad. So that doesn't happen. But here's the other end of the spectrum, that if you're going to any of these games this weekend or if you've got a backstory, this is why championship weekend matters. And I get a little sad that the 12-team playoff, Jim's right, it won't end it, but it's going to change it. It's going to feel different. Because when you go in knowing, there, as Robert Tepper once said in the 1980s classic, there's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. This is, it's winner take all. Two years later, I'm right back in Lucas Oil Stadium. And here's the best part. Now we're facing 12-0 Urban Meyer, number two OSU. A monolith. And you know MSU's got a really good team. We had beaten every Big Ten team by double digits. We had the best defense in America. And you go, oh, my God, this is our reward? That's why I get so spiteful when I see Michigan get Iowa or, like, bum-ass Purdue. No offense, Boilermakers. But we go. This is the other end of the spectrum. Now, this is a moment I never have to watch it. All I got to do is I can close my eyes and I feel it. Late in that game, just, just absolve everything. Just forget everything else. MSU's got the ball. MSU's got a chance to ice this game. They're only up by three. And they... They hand it off to Jeremy Langford, and it's one of these plays where it's almost like, like a miniature golf course when the the the, the clown's mouth opens and closes, mm-hmm. or or the the what do you the windmill? Yep. He splits the safeties at the exact moment of collision, and the minute he skips away and houses it, you just black out, and you know, no, you know, yeah. this is happening. All the shit you went through, all the garbage of two years ago, the sad drive home from Indy, all of it. Dude, that's sports in a nutshell. Being able to then make the call I wanted to make two years prior and then to do it, that's why championship, like, it matters. And I I get emotional. Like, Jim, I start to yell and tremble. I just don't want to lose it. I want that to always be an element. Maybe Jim's right. 
It's going to change. It's going to, and it's why I don't like 12. If you did eight, yeah. you all but guarantee you got to win your conference to do it. Right, because it puts that game still in a winner-take-all. Yes. If you go to 12, and they are, you could lose and yes. still get in. But what I would tell you, someone has to win to get in. Like Kansas State and Utah would be winning to get in this weekend. Fair. So you still have to win to get in. That element's still there. And if you lose and you're USC or TCU, you're going to lose potentially home field or a bye. There's okay. still going to be stuff on the line for both You're sides. right that it doesn't end it. It changes it. And there is a part of me, I'm not going to lie to you, that when we go to 12, it's going to make me sad. Because I think every fan, I'm not saying you deserve to feel the pain of it, but without the pain, you don't get the pleasure. Fully agree. You don't get it. And it's like, I can't speak to what it's like when people don't go to the school. It's not better. It's different, right? Mm -hmm. I can only tell you my family's backstory, why it matters, and why championship weekend is so fucking special. And it's why it busts my balls that MSU sucks so badly right now. (laughs) Because you just, you want that moment again. You know, and I've got Wolverine friends who I'm helping get tickets right now. Like, yes, I I hate Michigan. But, like, I, I can love the my friends who root for them because they have their own story. And they did have a long journey. And you know what? They ate shit for a long time. So while I won't be happy and I'll continue to research getting on the next flight to Mars, it it just, championship weekend matters. So like, don't roll your eyes at it and go, who fucking cares? Let's just have a 32 team playoff. It does matter. All right. Soliloquy over. Yeah. No, it's a good preamble to what this episode is and what this weekend is. Record recap. Mike went four and four last week. But... Um, Big game, Mike. Hit the Oregon State play. Come on. And by the way, I did order the placard. It's good. I don't know how long it's going to take to I get don't here, but care. It's, it's on its way. Does it say executive asshole? It, it does in the, oh, the font underneath. What a moment. It's going to be great. The only it's th- like, uh, it's gold, like bronze, oh, bronze and gold. I don't know. That means I got to keep up the big game, Mike. I got to keep hitting the big game bets. So four and four last week. I went five and five. I'm 34 and 26. You're fine. Since the Costa Lock came fine. back. I'm, you're, I'm still you're fine. head high. And again, the NFL is where I do my damage. We're both doing well, and you're doing even better. All right, let's get to the board, shall we? Mm -hmm. Presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Why don't we start out in Vegas? Let's go Friday, 8 o'clock, Fox, USC, laying two and a half, taking on Utah for the second time. Cookies take the lead. Last time they played, a one-point loss at night in Salt Lake City. Rice Eccles. The Dalton Kincaid show, if you remember, their tight end who just made all the big plays. Like 17 targets. But he needed to make those plays. USC was up 21 to 7. They took the lead twice in the second half. Caleb Williams throws five touchdowns. That recipe's still there. I'm going back to it. Oh, no. USC is the play this weekend. Oh, no. You sure? Yes. Planet Earth's going to be on him. You sure you want to be on that side? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, I'm just telling you right now, here are the lines. And if you want to get the FanDuel official, we can do it. The lines are going down. They are anywhere between two and two and a half right now at time of taping. Right. So. Reverse line movement? Yeah, I, no. I, I, yeah. I mean, you're looking at right now, planet Earth is on USC. I, I am very scared of this game. I'm with you in that I'm rooting for USC. I, I want Caleb Williams in, but we all saw that first game. Yeah, I thought USC was the better team in that first I, game. I, I agree. On the and road the at fact, night. Yes, Rice Eccles at night, which, by the way, I know it doesn't always hold in trends, but we gave some sick, some silly They're stats. They're way harder to beat there. Utah does not lose there, and they do not not cover double negative. Yeah. Um, 
I'm staying away from this game. I, I am. Jim, I can't get involved with this one. Well, you're going to be thankful that you are. This is the Costa lock this week. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you until I knew where you were at. Oh, no. USC's dead. L- they, listen. Dead. They're, they're fighting for the sanctity of the sport. They're speaking to oh. me. Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy. This is the play. Here's the other part about USC. I bring up turnover margin, and I know what you're going to say. It's not sustainable. Right? They're plus 23. The next best team is plus 14. It feels wholly unsustainable, the number of turnovers they generate. But half of it is sustainable. Part of that equation is how many times you give the ball away. Mm-hmm. They only have four turnovers all year. One fumble, three picks. It's because they have Caleb Williams, at quarterback, and that offense hums. If you don't give it up, you're going to have a great time with the turnover margin. They do have guys that fly around and make plays. You don't force the sheer volume of turnovers they have without being good football players. They're the better team who wins the turnover margin with the better quarterback. We already watched this game. They're the better team. I'm taking them under a field goal. All right. That's a pass for me as much as I'd love to go and bet Utah off that Costa Lock statement. I'm going to stay away from this one. All right. The next one. Nothing says championship weekend like an empty Ford field. Toledo versus Ohio in the MAC championship. Wait, what are you doing? You're bumping this up? Uh, sir, we're going by time of kickoff. Oh, okay. <laughs> and brunch is served, bitch. Get I'm your like, what? Get your mimosas. Do you, uh, so I, I want to know where you're at with this game because this is the most mackiest Mac game ever based on how the season has gone. We've been so upset about injuries and teams not being 100%. So why don't you give the backdrop and then I'll tell you my pick and then you can tell me how stupid it is. Okay. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, 
you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Toledo. Daquan Finn screwed us over against Bowling Green. They, they didn't announce he wasn't playing until right before kick. It's a rivalry. The justification was they've already wrapped up the division, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Then why did he play the very next week with a bad ankle? And then why did he get hurt playing with a bad ankle? I don't know if he's going to play this week. And if he does, he's going to be compromised with his mobility. That's his strength. Gleason, the guy who's filled in, stinks. has a busted hand on top of he it. He sucks. Right. So you're going, wait, we don't even know what we're getting out of Toledo. They've lost two straight backdooring themselves into the title game. But it's not smooth sailing for Ohio. Rourke, the other great quarterback in the conference, is done for the season. But they're, they're going to a backup. But their backup looked really good last week against, what was it, Ball, Ball State, right? C.J. Harris, Detroit area kid Pontiac, for, for people who are super local. Dual threat. Yeah, and he's healthy and he's going to be playing. I just love that that's the backdrop of the game is all the good yeah. quarterbacks are injured, the uncertainty with Toledo. Well, at least it's both all teams here. will be comfortable. It's going to be in an empty building. <laughs> No, I'll tell you right now. When I saw this spread, I circled Ohio. Made no sense to me. Toledo, to me, this should be seven, seven and a half. Toledo's been the better team. Toledo's been one of the most complete teams. Toledo is better than Ohio. When you take away Rourke, who's a do-it-all QB for them, I went, that's seven. You showed me one and a half. I circled Ohio, and I said, question mark, Costa. That's what's in my notes. Well, And I I feel for the people who who live in Athens and go to Peden Stadium for their games. The a cathedral. magic of Peden Stadium. They haven't won a MAC title since 68. True stat. Since 1968. They're 0-4 in the title game since it I was going to say, all the Solich years, they never got one. Well, that was the key, is he was always good for getting there and losing. The, okay. you know, the bridesmaid, never the bride bit. Sounds like CMU. Hey, my team has, has won three MAC titles in Detroit. And that... Not since you've been alive. Not, not since I went to the university. All right. So, no, look. No, but I, I think that's where I want to go to. I want to play Ohio. Done. They've been the better team. They're on a seven-game win streak. And I know their backup is better than Toledo's and They backup. won with the backup. That That's okay. So yeah. I'm not crazy? No, I don't think you're crazy. Done. Going to feel like an idiot when they choke again. Yep. Here we go. All right. Saturday, also at noon, get the breakfast bake. TCU. What a bad job, by the way, by the Big 12. What are you doing playing at noon on Saturday? But TCU laying two and a half to Kansas State. You want me to go lead here? Say it again. 
28 to 10. I say it again. 28 to 10. The they week, were up 28 to 10. The week that these two teams played, guys. Kansas State's coaching staff lied to everybody. I'll, I'll continue to say it. The expectation was Adrian Martinez was full go. But it shouldn't matter. Howard no, I, would have won in the game I'm anyway. setting the backstory. Okay, fine. That we had the, the game with Martinez. And then Martinez has no shot to play. He plays like one snap, walks off the field. So now you get Will Howard, the current starter, then backup. Will Howard was playing outstanding. I, and I'm going to frame the text from Cookies. This guy's John Elway. And we're up okay. 28 to 10. Until they run a QB power and Will Howard gets annihilated into another galaxy, he's out. Which brings in Will Poopley, Sean Dupley. Jake Rupley. Jake Rupley. They're all the same person. They're all terrible. So now we had a freshman who had never taken a snap, and TCU does what they do best. They take advantage of backup quarterbacks, make a magical run, and they beat us. Fast forward, we're playing again, and Will Howard's back. And he's better than ever. Was outstanding the last couple of weeks. Great against Kansas. This spread right here. Uh, Guys, Kansas State is going to be pissed off. Kansas State feels like they should be the one going to the playoff. K-State feels like we had these guys beat anyways. The fact that TCU on a neutral field is only laying the two and a half. Telling. It tells me everything I need to know. And I get it. I'm not going to be on the popular side here. I don't think anyone's going to bet K-State south of a field goal except this Huckleberry. Uh, Deuce Vaughn is uncoverable. This kid, I know he's like three feet tall, needs a step stool to brush his teeth at night. Deuce Vaughn is so much fun. They got the thunder-lightning combo with the other back. And in the passing game, holy hell, man. This kid is running. You know what he reminds me of? Austin Eckler. Danny Woodhead. I'm talking exclusive, tiny, pass-catching running backs. This He's legit. And sorry, I'm not impressed that TCU destroyed a deadbeat opponent last week. I'm not impressed with how they beat Texas because fuck you, Quinn Ewers. I'm taking K-State. I'll take the two and a half because college kickers and two-point conversions. I'm taking K-State. If you guys have listened to this long enough, we've chronicled TCU's run where they, they popped a bad Oklahoma team. You go through all the games. They trailed in the second half in most of these games down the stretch. Will Howard, you mentioned he's been playing better. 13 touchdowns, two picks this season. He stepped in. He can make throws that they need him to make. Make it two huckleberries. You're in? I'll take Kansas State. And it's not Costa lockable. No. Perfect. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take K-State. I am. I just I don't feel like TCU's the goods. I can feel like they're good. Obviously, you know, I, I'm, I'm telling you what I think will happen, not what I want to happen, but it's there. So rock and roll. I'm taking K-State. Away we go. Um, What's next? Well, we're not talking about Valpo and New Mexico State, so we'll move on. Let's go Saturday, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, Georgia laying 17 and a half to LSU in the SEC title game. And your job is to attempt to talk me out of taking Georgia. That's the lean. The spread suggests what we think. LSU is trash, hot garbage. They lost to Texas A&M. And even if you want to say, oh, a little look ahead, they had already clinched. It still doesn't make sense. Texas A&M is awful. Yeah, and here's the other thing. They beat a bad Bama team and a way overrated Ole Miss team. Yep. They were blown out by Tennessee in their place in Death Valley. Oh, by the way, all three of those games were in Death Valley. Right. So 
LSU is overrated and Vegas is agreeing. You said 18 and a half. Here's the other note for motivation and what does Georgia care? Hell yes. Georgia seniors who were with the program go all the way back to their freshman season where they were humiliated in this game. Oh my God. 37 to 10 by Joe Burrow. A little bit of a reach here. No, no, but those guys have been with the program and they've, I'm not making this up. They've publicly spoken about it and looking forward to facing yeah. LSU and wanting another chance in this spot. Here was my football reason. I just kind of view Jaden Daniels as welfare Hayden Hooker. Uh, Hendon Hooker. And and the reason is... Maybe the welfare version is Hayden Hooker. <laughs> his brother. <laughs> yeah. um, but look at the way Georgia plays defense, and I think there's some comparables here. And obviously, Daniels a better runner than Hooker. They're both good. The ability for Georgia to go man across the board... The ability to then have the extra player in the box, shadow, spy, call it whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And then when I look at LSU, they still go through these spouts where their offense completely disappears. And if Georgia's remotely dialed in and they decide, all right, it's championship time, it begins now, I actually think the number is indicative. Yes, the numbers are built to balance money. I'm making a point. I think a lot of people see 17 and a half. They go, what a value, Bobby. I, I view this like they know George is going to put the hammer down and Cinderella's about to turn into a pumpkin or whatever shit that, that, that story's about. I'm going to take Georgia lay 17 and a half. I think they are a matchup nightmare for LSU. Isn't your carriage, I think, turns into a pumpkin? Who gives a shit? Okay. Somebody call the Uber. All right. <laughs> I'm not playing it, but I, I like your cap. Okay. That's the lean. All right, so now let's continue our day of football fun. Uh, four o'clock, and this might be my favorite play of the week. Four o'clock, Boise State minus three and a half hosting Fresno State. Now, reminder, this is not neutral site in the Mountain West. This is a straight home game. This is Boise State at home. Weather report. It's very valuable when we're talking about Boise, Idaho in December. Looks like 30 degrees. Looks like 15 mile an hour wind. That automatically is why I think the number is north of a field goal for Boise. I actually thought this would be a two and a half and they'd let the market price it. It's not. Jake Hayner, if you don't know, well, you're about to know. He is mini Drew Brees. Tiny quarterback, little bit, little bit of mobility. Doesn't have the biggest arm in the world. He's an NFL quarterback. Dude's a straight leader. Uh, when he got hurt against USC, the wagon wheels fell off. They were competing. They were in it. Um, he was not there when they went to UConn and lost. Jake Hayner is big time. Boise State, it's a different deal. This is a team, it's amazing they're even here based on the way the season started. You fired an offensive coordinator and your starting quarterback, Hank Bachmeyer, hits the portal. Well, here we are. They've rallied. Uh, they had the sickest cover in history against Utah State last week. But this is where I might be walking into something. I think Fresno's a better ball club. I think if this game was played uh, at a neutral site, indoors, whatever, I, I I would look at this as free money. But it's it's not. It's outside. It is cold. And it is going to be windy. So I'm going to take the three and a half. I'm going to take what I think is one of the most unheralded, underrated QBs in America. And I'm going to take Fresno State. I think they have a better coach. I think they have a better player. And I'm getting north of a field goal. I'm taking Fresno. I still don't know what the V means on their helmet, but I don't give a it's shit. It's for the Valley. Little Fresno Valley. Oh, yeah. Tremendous. There you go. Shout out. The more you know. Meth labs and farmers and smog. Awesome. Fresno's a horrible place to live. Okay, keep going. First meeting of these two teams was a 40-20 to 20 loss for Fresno State. They, they got doubled up in Boise. 
Hayner didn't play in that game. <laughs> and it renders it all useless right. to they, me. They've won seven straight with him, and in November, 10 touchdowns, zero picks. He's so good, man. I see him plus three and a half. I'll join you with Fresno State, but I want to take you on the journey that I had with the total. Oh, dear God. So I looked at this, and I thought 60 points in the first meeting without Hayner, this is over, right? And I think that's what everybody's going to say. Weather. But it's not just the weather, 30 and windy. This is This is a trend. Mountain West title games at Albertson. That's Boise. All four of them have gone under 50 and a half, including two between these two teams. Jeff Jeff Tedford is the coach. We're talking 16 to 13, 19 to 16 low scoring games. So I like getting the three and a half and I'm also going to play the under. Oh no. Under go against the conventional wisdom where everybody's going to say, I was 60 points earlier in the year and now the quarterback's back. Under. Under and Boise does a decent job stopping the pass. I'm not saying Hayner's going to go off for five touchdowns. I think it stays low scoring. I'm not touching the total, but I, you know what? It's good research. Uh, I'm going to go Fresno. I'm going to take three and a half. All right, the next one's you. Saturday, four o'clock. Oh, little day drinking. This is the Jimmy Cookie special here. UCF taking on Tulane. Tulane laying three and a half. The floor is yours. The American title game. It's UCF again. I mean, the way this line is set up, I'm supposed to believe that last time was a fluke because Tulane's favored yet again. I watched Central Florida maul them, run over them, more than 300 yards on the ground. That seemed phony to you? That seemed fake to you? You can't do that again? I capped it that week. It's how you beat Tulane. They have an experienced back end of their secondary. Seniors, fifth-year, six-year guys, two linebackers in the 4-2-5. You got to bully them in the trenches. Central Florida can Central Florida has all season as a top 10 rushing team. And Mike, there's the same question last time. Who's the quarterback? Both guys have beaten Tulane in the last year. I'm taking Central Florida. Getting three and a half points. Gift. Thank you. Beautiful. If it, if it's Plumley, I lean UCF. But I, I just, I'm not, I'm not going to. Keen's beating him. I don't care. I don't like him. And I need my guy. I need my Ole Miss transfer. I'm not going to touch it. I get where you're at. I, I would tell you that the, the cap you have here, I like. Because you're right. What Tulane does well really doesn't bother UCF. The secondary becomes this non-factor because UCF and the Malzahn offense, they're going to run it. They're going to run it again and again and again and again. They're hard to stop. Um, And it sucks, too, because Tulane was so good uh, at Nippert last week to ice the American and go in and beat Fickle. And And that win streak. And that secondary late in that game made several big plays. They had a couple pass breakups that were beautiful. Um, Evan Prater was playing quarterback and, you know, he tried to float one over and the linebacker goes up and just gets a fingertip to stop a 25 yard completion. They, they really are good in the secondary. Here's the other thing I ask you. And at time of taping, shame on me. I, I don't know if it's official, but like Willie Fritz has been talked about for a bunch of jobs. Well, he's not getting the GT job. No. Because they decided to promote from within. With Keys, who yeah. did a nice job, by yeah, the way, Brent down Keys. the stretch and, yeah. and, and beat. Uh, UNC. Four and four, I think, down the stretch. You wonder if there's some noise here, though. Like, hey, is coach leaving? Is he not? You wonder if that infiltrates your locker room. I'm just making a point. UCF's an interesting side. I'm not going to touch it without knowing who the QB is. But you know what? You've got every right. You had the balls to go into Yulman Stadium, even as they had food trucks outside of Section B. Mm. And I respect it. So let's move on. Saturday, 8 o'clock, in a ACC title game where... It's never meant less. <laughs> Clemson, who has no shot of getting to the playoff, versus UNC, who's got no shot of getting to the playoff. Clemson laying a flat seven and a half, and I will just tell you, here's my opinion on the game. 
I am fucking done with the whole Clemson thing. I'm done. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see him. I don't want to talk about him. I don't want to bet him. Fuck him. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I am out. I won't even turn this game on. I am out. I don't know how you can bet this game confidently. You don't. That's that's what I keep coming back to. My initial thought was Clemson, but they don't they don't blow people out. Syracuse, Florida State, Wake Forest, all these games that they should have been heavy favorites and won by a ton end up being close nail biters. I thought maybe the over, right? Both secondaries are trash. Mm. But DJ, the last five games, five touchdowns, five picks. Can we be done with that storyline? They aren't done with it. Now, the day after the season, I fully expect DJ to the portal and Klubnik has been named starter because this can't continue. It's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. If you force me to play it, I think I'd play the total because UNC gave up a bunch to a third-string quarterback last mm. week, and I feel like, okay, that's a get-right spot. Clemson secondary, their weakness. Drake May put up a bunch of points. The total's 63 and a half. I'm not playing it, but like if you said, hey, give me some kind of lean, guys. Don't throw this game in the dumpster. It's primetime Saturday night. Play points. Play fun. Both teams score a bunch. Did you just say play fun? Yeah. That's fun. You root for points. I'm not going to put it on my card, but like if you force me to play this, I don't feel comfortable taking Clemson to, to cover more than a touchdown. And UNC's awful. So, yeah, up and down, back and forth. There they go. Wow. Play fun. Play he fun. Says. All right. Well, let's go to the last one. Oh, we have two more still. I'm sorry. Did, you what, missed one. What did I miss, buddy? You missed part of Friday night's excitement entertainment. Talk to me. And then we'll go to the Big Ten title game. Actually, you missed a couple. No, I didn't. You missed Conference USA I and the Sun Belt. I didn't put them on there. You want to put them on there? I want both them? of them. Go now. You want to do them now and then end with the Big Ten? Go. Okay, okay fine. Here we go. Sun Belt title. Uh, Troy minus eight and a half against Coastal Carolina. It's Saturday, 3.30. That game is at Troy because they don't do a neutral site. Justice for James Madison. They should be in this game, if not for a dumb rule where your first year you're not eligible. They are the best team in the Sun Belt this year. Uh, Troy on a nine-game winning streak, but all the games against Coastal have been close calls since Jamie Chadwell took over. Coastal 3-0, all of them within a touchdown, 12 points total. Troy, a defensive team, low total, keep it close. I'll take eight and a half, I'll take Coastal. I think you're insane. Good talk. Next. Great. Uh, Conference USA, you, you hyped them up on the, the Monday recap. I hyped it up because you left this. You are like a deadbeat father. You left your child cold and alone the minute you, you, daddy wanted to go out and gallivant around town. UTSA was all yours. First four or five weeks of the season. You know, I haven't heard the words Texas and San Antonio on this show in eight weeks. Meet me, Frankie Harris. What happened? I just had to put it on here. They're eight and a half point favorites against North Texas. It's in San Antonio, Friday night, 730, expecting a big crowd at the Alamo Dome. Here's the big story to me. Mean Green ran for 350 yards in a blowout win a year ago. Oof. But Mike... It was a stunning loss. It was their first of the year. How did they bounce back in the, in the meeting this season? They held them to 22 rushing yards. And they only hung in because Ani played above himself. Can I offer something? What? You want to bet fun? What? You want to bet fun? What's the total? 68 and a half. Woo! Come on. You want to bet fun? No, I'm not betting. No, that. no, no. Come on. Santa Claus, get loose. Loosen the belt. Have another cocktail. Little crab cake canopy. Come on. No. 68 and a half in the Alamo Dome. You want to bet fucking fun? Here you go. Jump in the ball pit. 68 and a half. No, I'm adding it to my card. UTSA minus eight and a half. You're on your own. All right. Can I get to the Big Ten title yes. game? And and I would just, here's the deal. The number has moved while we were on broadcast. 
Really? It is now Purdue getting 17 flat. Okay, how do you want to play it? If we're on the island of unwanted toys, we'll miss all the fun with the girls and the boys. When Christmas Day is here, Jim, the most wonderful day of the year. This is the Misfit Toys play of the, of the day. No one, and I mean no one, is going to take Purdue in this game. I'm stunned. Uh, here's the reason. They're not going to win. But 17, right off the top, I thought the line would be like 24, okay? It's not. Will Corum play? Will Edwards play? Will Mike Morris play? What's Michigan's focus going to be? Not in a way that they're going to show up drunk, high, and blindfolded. But you come, you come off of that game last week up here emotionally. Mm-hmm. And they, they know, right? Everyone's been getting sexed up this week. Everyone's told how beautiful they are. And they know they're playing a team they're going to drill. So my only point is, as good as they've been in the second half, as good as they've been covering numbers, I sit here and go 31 to 10 late stages. Hell, 34-10. And you got to sweat. It's Aiden O'Connell. It's a 60-year quarterback. He's got an unbelievably tragic emotional story. His brother passed away before last week's game. Um, I just look at them, and I know you're going to go spoiler makers on me with the top five win. They're not winning, but I don't want to be on the side. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry and U of M finance bro on Wall Street is going to be betting Michigan. No one wants the misfit toys. I am I am a cowboy who rides an ostrich. I am a water <laughs> pistol that shoots jelly. I'm a train with square wheels. I'm a jack in the box, except I'm a Charlie in the box. I'm taking Purdue plus 70. Would you do me a favor if you're going to do it? Put like a very small amount on the money line. Just because I, I want to give the spoiler maker stat for people. Fine. Purdue has pulled off the most top five upsets in FBS history when unranked. Jeff Brom, their current coach, can't do Oh, This happened forever ago. He's 3-0 and against top three teams. Aiden O'Connell, six-year quarterback, was part of two of them. Can I offer one stat and, as well? And, and how cool of a story would it be for Purdue? They haven't won a conference title since 2000. I kind of want to see thing. it for them. Yeah. And I, I, it, it's an actual football cap. Yeah. They're a top 25 run D. Low-key. And again, line up against Iowa, line up against Wisconsin, line up against Illinois, all the teams in their division. Purdue is a top 25 rush D. So if Corum is out, if you just slow it down, I, I'm I'm going to take the 17. I'm playing Michigan. I, I wanted to give you time to do your deal and your spiel. Purdue is not in the top half of the Big Ten in run defense. Michigan is a special kind of run offense. Okay. What, what, what's this? What's this like sulking deal? Hurt. No, because it's like you allowed me to make my case only to deny the motion to, you know. You put it on your card. I will put the opposite on mine. I felt so good about it. Michigan, hold on. Michigan, you talk about, well, Mike's going to be in the game. It's going to be 31 to 10, and he's still alive. 30. Michigan protects its back door. They have done a great job closing games. Last seven weeks, 84 and three in the fourth quarter. 84 and three in the final quarter. They do not let you sneak in the back door. Can I ask a question? What? Why is the number 17? Well, I, I want to contest that. I, I want to look at this because I'm seeing 16 and a half still. And I, if I'm playing Michigan, I, I want the benefit of that extra point. Well, you know, you do realize it is a free country and you can shop a number. Okay. Go get it. Okay. Put 16 and a half on your card. Because you also talk about motivation in this game. 
when you beat Ohio State and it's this big emotional deal, how do you bounce back the next week? Huh. Well, we could use like a, maybe a year ago as an example where they won 42 to three in the Big Ten title game after the biggest win they've had against Ohio State in two decades. Yeah, but that was also different. Team already had a loss. I think there was more of a desperation there. I think it was also the first time they'd ever been there. They had a senior-laden group. I'm not telling you they're going to show up and shit their pants. I'm just saying, like, we're a week removed from what a business trip Michigan looks like, which is 17 to 16 over Illinois. I thought the number would be north of 20. It's not. I kind of think there's a reason. Look, it's not going to be a big game play. It's not going to be um, a a big bet or anything. It's going to be a standard play. I'm happy one of us is betting on the spoiler makers because I think it could be a fun story. I just, I it's just, not me. I just feel like that's a lot of points, man. Yeah. It is. Um, all right. So card. here's my card. And I'm going to give you a teaser pleaser as well because we're on Ooh, fire college. with teasers. Yeah, we've been on fire with teasers in the NFL. Why not for the people? Uh, Fresno plus the three and a half. Ohio plus one and a half. Purdue plus 17. KSU plus two and a half. And the one favorite I am taking is Georgia minus the 17 and a half. Here's the teaser pleaser. Fresno getting nine and a half, Ohio getting seven and a half, K State getting eight and a half, Purdue getting twenty four. Pays you plus two forty. Jim's card, every fucking game in America. USC minus two and a half, Costa Lock, baby, fight for the sanctity of the sport, fight on Trojans. Kansas State plus two and a half, Michigan minus sixteen and a half, Central Florida plus three and a half. I'll take the Bobcats to finally win a MAC title plus one and a half. Fresno State plus the three and a half and the under 50 and a half in the Mountain West title game. Coastal Carolina plus eight and a half and UTSA minus eight and a half. All right, that's the pod. We'll talk to you with the NFL episode coming up. And again, reach out via socials to Jim, to the Valenti Podcast accounts. Tell us what you want, man. And the, and, and the reviews do help. I know it's a pain in the ass, but like unsubscribe, resubscribe, drop a review. We need it because apparently that's the rules we got to play by. So thanks for listening. We'll get you that NFL show tomorrow.